Hello, welcome to another episode of Us. The Wanderers. It's Audrey and Gio. You already know us. And Butters is... Um, Chomping away at his dinner. He's having dinner now, so if you hear little crunch noises, that's that's him. Crunch and jingles. Yep, he's eating his delicious kibble <laughs> that he still loves. He, he still eats loves. it. Wait, um, what do you mean? I don't know, he, like, he goes crazy for it. Because he's hungry. That's true. <laughs> I'm getting um, hungry now. Yeah, me too. Um, <clears throat> I guess that kind of leads into our topic of discussion today. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what we're talking about? Nudes. What? Yeah, we're talking about nudes. Audrey, this is a family podcast. <laughs> you... Noodles, silly! <laughs> um, yeah, noodles. Uh, I think a big part of our trip to Asia was that everywhere we went we had noodles that's right (laughs) (laughs) i was like why are you taking so long to say that why do you look so (laughs) like what the hell um yeah we probably had like easily over 100 bowls of noodles for sure and i think some of them were amazing top-notch life-changing exemplary more strong adjectives Give me more. Give me more adjectives. Uh, amazing. Incredible. Um, uh, life change. No, I already said that. Uh, fantastic. Uh, fail. Wow. <laughs> Damn it. Um, yeah, no, there was just some that were like incredibly memorable. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to share them with you guys. That's a good adjective. M- what? Memorable. Memorable. I was going to say rememberable, but I. Remember all. Harry I, Potter. Wait, What's up? Rememberable? Is that a word? No. I fucked it up. But remember all is from Harry Potter, remember? That's a real <laughs> word. Yeah, like the little ball that it, it turns red, like it means you forgot something. Remember Neville? Oh, I forgot it. Ah, it's okay. We'll watch it after this. Okay. Um. So yeah, I guess, do you want to start off the list? Sure. Okay. Um. Well, we'll talk about our five most memorable ones, just to keep it condice. That's oh. that's not a word. No, we're really bad with vocabulary today. Damn why are, it! Why are we even doing a podcast? You know what? I think it's better this way because if it was written, it would be murder to the eyes. So yeah. at least <laughs> we're just slightly stabbing your ears. Bear with us while we try to master English and <laughs> get through our. I okay, moving on. We're professionals. Uh, okay, so we'll talk about our five favorite noodle places or noodles, just to keep it condensed. Eh? Mm. Uh, condensed a list so starting off we want to talk about ramen <laughs> <laughs> in particular tonkatsu ramen that we had in tokyo and that was um this so our friend norman who had been to hey, tokyo norman. shout out to norman um who had been to tokyo like few months before us he gave us a list of places that we must try and he's he's like a bit of a ramen like connoisseur he's a bit of a foodie everything and every time we go anywhere regardless if he's been there or not we're like he's like you have to hit this place this place and this place up like this is what you need to eat so thanks so he recommended this one place it's called i think ro was it rokarinsha yeah we'll link everything in the show notes because we as you can tell, butcher, butcher English. Butchered it. Damn it. <laughs> we 
butcher English, so we're sure as hell gonna butcher every other language. So this place was was interesting one because it was kind of a mission to get there. Oh yeah. Um, it was kind of hidden, like deep inside a kinda basement. Kinda hidden. No, it was definitely hidden okay. deep inside a basement of like a train station. Mm-hmm. And I would say it took us probably two hours to get to the train station, and then like another hour to find this place. Yeah, it was like a labyrinth inside of that. It train was. Station. It was like a campaign in Dungeons and Dragons to get there. It was <laughs> nice. Like it, it really felt like like we had to like go through crowds and like go like, in through different levels. You have to level up in order to attain a bowl of ramen. And so we finally got to this we leveled up place. Yeah, we leveled up. <laughs> we finally get there, and there, sure enough, there was a line because it's that good. And that's and, common, yeah. And so I guess, do you want to talk about the line? The line, yeah. I was like, <laughs> of course, the ramen was delicious, but what I was super impressed with is the efficiency of line waiting or line making in Japan because you. Um, make a line outside but before you step in the line there's like a little kiosk um then what like a vending vending machine machine almost yeah it's a a vending machine um now you can't talk the rest of the episode okay no okay (laughs) so it's like a vending machine um that you choose like what food you want and then you put your money in and you get a little ticket and then you wait outside so by the time your turn is up for a seat you just hand the the waiter to the server Uh and then they know what you're gonna eat there's and then no bring like, it straight to you. So there's no double waiting instead of like waiting outside. And then, then waiting for a menu. Then waiting for a menu, sitting inside, then waiting for them to bring you the food. No, Japan knows you are busy. And like, this is something that I really like about um, like sort of the efficiency of Japan or like, again, like the art of food itself. Like a lot of places have very simple menus. Like, okay, we do four things. And that's it. But we do them really fucking good. Yeah, and like, we we've do been them, doing it for 400 years. Yeah. And so it's in some places like hundreds of years mm-hmm. and like this is this is how it's been done like this is how you do it like i've trained 30 years of my life to make you one this thing. one dish mm-hmm. so so it's it i guess do you want to talk about the noodles like yeah the noodles were a little bit different than what we normally had because it came in two bowls so one for just the noodles and then one for the broth and the noodle was like a little bit chilled and i was like Mm, this doesn't this doesn't feel right but no it was amazing it was excellent yeah you would take the noodle dunk it in the soup and then eat it like that i think the broth was my favorite part it was like really rich and smoky and had like some like kind of briny flavors like it was it was like a little not salty but briny and like kind of nutty nice balance it was extremely flavorful Mm -hmm. and that it was like kind of warm so compared with the cold noodles was a really interesting sort of sensation Mm. that really added to like the flavor and i think that's one of the reasons it really stood out um and i think the noodles were super like a nice really nice bite like had really nice chewiness and it was totally delicious like it was i would say totally worth the adventure of trying to get there to get it definitely um we had a lot of good ramen in tokyo but this one was was special it was different and stood out and i would recommend it so if you're going to tokyo like and you have two hours to spare on finding a bowl of good noodles, I would recommend this place. Or maybe just plan ahead. <laughs> or that. Yeah. If you, I guess if you speak Japanese, it's a lot easier to get yeah. to where you have to go. But, but it was fine. But we did it. We, we found it. Yeah. And it was fine. Um, I guess number two. Mm-hmm. Um, 
is... Do you, do you want to mention it? Or? Oh, I thought you were mentioning it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so number two is Taiwanese beef noodles. Uh, this place was recommended to us by another friend that we met while we were traveling. Hi, Ali. And he's an expat in... He's Colombian, but he's an expat living in Taiwan. And he had been there for well, I think a, couple a, years. a couple of years. And he's tried a bunch of places. And he's like, this is the one place you have to try. Yeah. And so this place is called Fuhong Beef Noodle Shop. And it's in Taipei. And this is like the beauty of like my favorite part of like traveling in Asia was finding dishes like this. It was cheap. It was a big portion. And it was totally amazing. It was so incredibly delicious. Um what well i liked how rich it was like the the beef was like huge chunks of beef which isn't super typical in in asia you usually get like a smaller portion of beef but um this bowl was like packed and with like huge chunks of beef and the noodles it was like nice and thick and um the it was like spicy and it was like perfect hungover food it was so good yeah the beef was totally tender like mm -hmm. really nice egg noodles um the this is the part that like you know it's gonna be good is the smell mm. like it smelled amazing like you're like walking down the corner and you already start you can kind of start like, getting a sense it. of it mm -hmm. and again i think this place they only have like one or two dishes like yeah, they do it. like this is all we do mm -hmm. um and so like on the table so you walk in and they're preparing the bowl like right on the street and this is also very common in Asia. Like the kitchen is actually out on the street, so you can see the food, smell it, and then you kind of sit down in the back, order it, and they bring it in to you. And like on the table, there was like different sauces, like chili oil and mustard greens that you could add to customize it. But it was it was perfect, I think, the way it was. So much so that we went back like three times. And every time was awesome. Yeah, like this place was a hit every single time. Because sometimes you go one place and you're like, oh, well, it was great, amazing. And then you go back a second time and it's like trash. So, yeah, it didn't disappoint. Like going back no, and... at all. It was great. Definitely. Would recommend. It was super satisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three. Number three is cow soy noodles in Myanmar. And... Mm. What? That's, oh! That's not Myanmar. I do this all the time. Okay, sorry guys, but uh, in my head, I say one thing, but my voice, I say another. Yeah. Like that time I ordered a vanilla, uh, I did it again. There you go. I wanted a vanilla shake, but I ordered a strawberry shake. I don't even like strawberry shakes. Why did I do that? Why am I this way? <laughs> oh, anyway, <laughs> let's delete all of this. Um, no, uh, number three is Kaswai noodles in in um thailand chiang mai thailand yes and this was life-changing absolutely for me this is like i think one of my favorite dishes for sure top five maybe my whole life like that level this was like the first sort of dish we had on our trip to asia like that thailand was, that was different yeah. yeah thailand was our first stop on our trip and this was the first sort of dish that we had that was like whoa my mind is blown that like, I've never heard of before because of course we've had pad thai here in the states but also there and like pad thai was incredible and I loved loved every dish we've had but this was something I've never heard of before so it was really cool so khao soy noodles is like a northern thai dish and it was reckoned this one particular spot it's called uh let's see khao uh, soy mei sai 
Mm-hmm. And it was recommended to us by our hostel manager. Mm-hmm. And she, I, I got the sense that she kind of saw that we were into food and like into trying different stuff. So she recommended this place. And what I really liked about it is, and this is again, I would say pretty typical of all the spots on our list. Like you get there and it's all local people. Exactly. Everyone's local. Like no foreigners, no tourists. And so you go in, again, simple menu, like two or three things, and you can smell it before you get there. Like, you just were like, wow, what is that delicious smell? And then you get to the place like, oh, this is it. Oh, this is what we're going to have. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like a bowl of like, egg it, it's egg noodles, but there's like the same noodles, but done two ways. Yeah. So the bottom of the bowl is like soft noodles like you're used to with like a coconut, right? Like a coconutty. Like, like the broth is like a coconut curry yeah and like it's spicy and then on top of that it's like this the noodles again but fried so it's like crispy on the top soft on the bottom it's like a nice bite it's it's incredible because it's like soft boiled noodles and then crispy fried noodles so you have different textures and mm-hmm. and i got the one with beef so it's like um extra fatty and like like more flavor okay full disclosure i love fat like i love it look at me i'm a huge fan but i like delicious i like um i like steak with my fat like with my fat (laughs) (laughs) i like steak with my fat like steak with my fat like i don't cut it off of my steak and with chicken i eat the skin like i like all that i think it adds more flavor like whatever i'll work on my cholesterol okay i got it but um, that's why I, I like the beef in particular. Like, it wasn't like fatty per se, but just it could just yeah, it's, it adds to the to the flavor to of the, the overall flavor. broth. And I think like this place again hit all the points. Like it was it was super cheap. I think like a bowl of noodles and a Thai tea, which was incredible by the way, because it was so hot in Thailand. And you order this like ice cold sweet tea. To mm-hmm. wash down your spicy, warm yeah, bowl of noodles. Yeah, it was a nice noodles. balance. Oh my god, I'm so hungry right now. And <laughs> I know, me too. Um, but yeah, the whole thing is like two bucks. Yeah. For like this amazing dish. So definitely worth it. And again, it's like packed with local people and it smells completely amazing. And this was another place that we went to like three times because it was that good. And every time was perfect. Well, actually, I think we went twice and we tried to go back the third time That's and right. it was closed that day and we almost like hit I the cried. floor on our knees crying like why no, I, I legit cried because like that was like our last day there so i was like oh perfect we'll just have one last bowl of of cowsoy noodles but no no so we have to go back okay done bye <laughs> uh the next dish number four is actually in myanmar which you said earlier yeah whoops jump the gun on Spoilers. that one um, and this was a dish that I had never heard of, kind of like cow noodles. Like this mm-hmm. was, um, this was a new one. Uh, this was in Kalao, Myanmar and the dish is warm tofu noodles. And what's cool about it is that the tofu, I, I kind of wasn't really sure what it was when we ate it and I had to look it up after and like, like learn yeah, about like, it. I was like, is what is tofu? this texture? Yeah. So it's like a bowl of noodles. And like a kind of like a soupy broth thing, but it's kind of like thick, almost like melted cheese. Mm, it kind of had like a, a like a nacho it. cheese kind of texture, but yeah, like melty cheese. Mm-hmm. So it's actually chickpea tofu. That's a common like element in Myanmar, and so they basically grind it down and mix it with broth to make like this melty kind of 
soup broth. Um, and it's like a shan dish, which is like a tradition. It's a traditional breakfast dish, but we ate it. What's shan? So shan is a ethnic group in Myanmar and like they border into Thailand and China. Um, so it's like a like a, a dish that's typical to that region. Perfect. And yeah, that, that broth paste thing was so good. And it's like, I guess since we hadn't really had cheese. Oh yeah, that's so true. It's like the closest thing to it. I just, I don't know, I love the texture of it and it was a different kind of um, dish altogether. We went back multiple times to that place too. And, and yeah, and like I don't remember what exactly was in it. There was like onions and pork and maybe some it was like, like something mustard like greens. crispy on top, but um, the noodle itself was like a standout. It was like a mysterious place. So this place was Piai Piai Noodle Shop in Kala, Myanmar. Mm-hmm. Again, we'll link everything in the show notes so you can see what we're talking about. God, I'm totally starving now. I know, my stomach is growling. <laughs> maybe the microphone can pick it up. <laughs> Um, and that leads us to number five. This is... Are we going to do a drum roll? I thought you were going to... Oh. Pho! It's pho in, in Vietnam because now, full disclosure, pho is my favorite food of all time. Yeah, for those of you that don't know what pho is, you're you're missing out. Mm. It's It's got to be definitely my top three dishes ever in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... It's my comfort food. It's like my... I don't know. It's just delicious. It's amazing. And this one in particular that we had was in Hanoi, which is probably like the best place in... It's like local to that region, mm-hmm. like, like northern part of Vietnam. Pho. And we were there, what, five or six days in Hanoi? And we had pho every single day? Yeah, with different places, but this one was the best one. This one was the best one and also the hardest one to get to not to get to but to attain because when um they just make one type of pho and that's it and if they run out of broth for the day that's over like that's it did you ever watch seinfeld uh not really but i see where this is going yeah i wasn't like a big seinfeld fan but i definitely know about this one episode i'd seen this episode of the soup nazi Mm -hmm. and this place is totally like soup nazi-esque totally was we the first time we went there it was there was no one there it was closed down there's like a guy hosing down like what what happened here yeah what happened here there was a murder and so we kind of went back and asked and like researched and like no that's definitely the place Mm -hmm. and so we tried to go back again i think and it was again closed yeah and And this place isn't like a like a doesn't look like a restaurant it just looks like the side of someone's house yeah it's just on the street it's on bat dan street in hanoi Mm, researched um and yeah, finally we asked, we're like, oh, we're trying to go to this place and and like it's closed. Like, does it ever open? And they're like, yeah, but you have to get there early because when they run out, they're out. Exactly, which is what we experienced previously. And like soup nopsy style, like they have one dish and there's no customization. Like it is what it is. Like this is what we make. If yeah. you want it, take you it eat it. it. Yeah, take it or leave it. And so finally, the third attempt to go there, we left super early. We got there. And we made the line, and I was a little bit nervous because I could tell they were like pretty much hitting the bottom of the pot. Mm-hmm. And luckily, we were able to get two bowls. And I think like the person think, behind us yeah, got the exactly. last one. We were like the second to last people to get served that day. And, and it was awesome. It was it was amazing. You know what? We've talked a lot about how much we like it, but we didn't describe what it is, right? No. So pho is like the it's like magic. 
<laughs> okay, that explains it. Nailed it. Got it. So it's, so it's a rice noodle dish. Um, they're vermicelli noodles, like really Very thin. thin rice noodles. And the broth is light and clear. It's like a... Like beef? Made of beef bones and onions and ginger and star anise. And it takes hours to perfect. Yeah. Like to make the broth it takes hours. And so they serve it with cuts of beef. And in other places you can get and different sliced. cuts of beef here. They had like one one type, I think. Um, and so you can then kind of put different condiments in it. You can put fish oil or fish sauce or... Like spicy. Like they serve stuff. it with like scallions and herbs, like a mix of different herbs, like mint and basil and, and culantro. Ugh. And you can put lime. I know that you can put so many different things in it, but I think the broth itself is just perfect on its own. Um, and yeah, it's just yeah. it's a really good, filling, delicious dish. If you go to Vietnam, definitely have the food. Definitely eat every item of food available because <sighs> Vietnam. Everything there is amazing. Mm-hmm. But we'll link to this particular place and just get there early and wait in line because it's worth it remember we got our bowl and the lady was like trying to teach us this was also another place where it was all locals no tourists and so all the people eating there were local vietnamese people and they didn't really speak speak english well neither do i obviously (laughs) uh and so the one woman was like looking at you eat and she's like no you're doing it wrong do it like this and like yeah, put and she's this like, telling in me it to put stuff on top of it and i'm like you know what you go here we don't um but yeah this is probably my favorite dish in my favorite like culinary country probably one of our favorite countries i think that we visited yeah definitely um and definitely go to vietnam and go to Hanoi and get pho. It's delicious. Or if you want to find a local pho shop in Miami, I can totally recommend that. Mm-hmm. Just send us an email, like usthewanders at gmail.com. And so I guess there's a few honorable mentions too mm-hmm. that didn't make the cut, but were really good. And I think one of them is that you really enjoyed was the the bakso noodles oh. in Indonesia. I love bakso. And it's like a chicken meatball soup right mm-hmm. and like the noodles are like kind of like chicken noodle soup but longer and the broth is like light as well it's indonesian chicken noodle soup but better? it was very comforting and simple yeah, and filling right like it didn't make the list of the top five because it there wasn't one particular place that we can pinpoint and say go here just like you could find it in any stand anywhere, and the quality is pretty much the same. So you're gonna and you're gonna have a good time. Again, it's like a dollar for a bowl. Yeah. And you're gonna you're gonna be happy. Yeah. Uh, another one that I liked was the the flat rice. I think they're rice noodles, right? The char kiu tao that is, we had I don't in Malaysia. That. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I really love that because mm-hmm. for whatever reason the noodles kind of picked up the oil and the sauce and just had like a really good bite. Yeah, mm. those are good too. They were delicious. And then I guess another honorable mention is Pad Thai in Bangkok. Yeah. Pad Thai, like we mentioned briefly earlier, that um what's amazing. <laughs> it's delicious. You could find it again anywhere. And you could find it from like a stand by the side of the road and like a little lady making it. And the quality is going to be exceptional. Like that's the beauty of Pad Thai or like whatever, even food in Bangkok is that like we went to like a place that's like the the top 
pad thai shop in Bangkok. And it was good. Yeah, but the quality of the lady down the street is the same as this shop. So, like, you're gonna... Like, any gonna cart on any corner, like, they'll prepare it for you. And it's it's delicious. It's amazing. Um, and so, I guess, like, it all leads up to a couple travel tips that we want to share with you. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, trust your senses. Yeah. Like, if you're walking around and you smell something and it makes you hungry, like it just kind of hits you in the stomach and Try you, it. you hear like sizzling sounds of stuff being fried and you see like smoke and color. Uh, you're painting food. a really good picture and I am so <laughs> hungry right now. So like, yeah, if you're, if you're like walking around trying to find something to eat, this is what I really love about Asia and the fact that they cook stuff out on the street. Like you can smell it. Like you already know more or less the quality of the food you're going to get before you get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely trust your senses and and eat at those places um and then going together with that i think eat at places that have a lot of people yeah if like there's a lot of people waiting outside and there's a lot of local people most likely it is going to be good because like the food's going to be fresher and people are in demand so just give it a shot um and i think the one thing that like if you travel in southeast asia you're going to find these places a lot um, and you should definitely try to avoid them. And I don't know if we someone mentioned this or said it, but I think we had talked about calling it like the English Bible menu. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> it's like the like you sit down in a restaurant, which is always a bad, you know, if you're trying to find like a place to eat. But in some places like you know we're in a really sort of touristy locations that cater to tourists. Um, but if you get like a menu that's like 14 pages long. And on it, they have pizza and fish and chips and burgers and fried rice and shakshuka and pierogies, you know, all on the same menu. It's going to be shit. It's going to suck. Like, they are just trying to cater to everyone and anyone. Yeah, like every single kind of tourist that there is. So they're not making one thing in particular. They're making everything. And when you make everything, nothing's going to really be a standout. Like, we ate at some of these places occasionally. It's like out of necessity. They were usually shit. Uh oh my god remember in philippines that like we sat down at the first place because we were starving we're like yeah sure whatever and we ordered i think like a burger or something and it was like the most disgusting thing i've ever had it was so so we just like paid for it and walked away like we didn't even eat it it was that bad it was like a slice of bread with like it felt like old ass hard piece of fried beef i don't know it was gross no thank you um so you know what lesson learned yeah and and sometimes I guess when you're traveling you're gonna get a little bit homesick and so you're gonna wanna have something comforting. This is not the place to get a burger or no. french fries. No. Like go to KFC or McDonald's. They're pretty much in every country. And it's and more standardized. Get your fix and your comfort food. And I you do know. love McDonald's. <laughs> you know, that's the, like, it's sad, but at the same time, kind of great. Uh, it's amazing. You... If anyone wants to give me French fries for, like, any occasion, I'll, that's my favorite food. I know I said pho is my favorite food because I was trying to be fancy, but the real truth is McDonald's French fry is my favorite food. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you're right. I think it's in my top three. McDonald's French fries? Yeah. Okay, pho and McDonald's French fries. We're... Oh my God, that would be such a great day. What's the third food item? What do you mean? On my list of top three. What a mystery. I don't know. Okay. We'll think about it. Okay. Um, and then finally, I guess to end on a... Travel final tip. Travel tip. Mm-hmm. Travel tip. 
uh, try stuff. Okay. <laughs> no, be open to trying different foods. Like, yeah. if it doesn't necessarily look like anything you've ever eaten before and looks kind of weird, like, you know, yeah. just, just, just try it. If you don't like it, don't eat it. That's it's okay. my favorite... I, I love that. That's like what I try to live by every day. Just try it. If you don't like it, don't eat it. Like we just talked about the burger in Philippines. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I didn't eat it. But you know, whatever. But then, like we like in the Philippines, the like was it dinagon the the one dish that's like a soup made of like pork, blood pork blood. I loved it. You know, it sounds totally like weird and gross to a lot of people, but it's actually incredibly delicious, you know? And, and I wouldn't have known if I didn't try it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, like, sometimes there'll be even foods that are like smell really, really bad. Like, for instance, like stinky tofu in Taiwan. Oof. That was like a punch in the face how nasty that smelled. It smelled like rotten teeth and like old gym socks. So, not great. But we tried it. And, and it wasn't that bad. And it wasn't bad. Like, the smell of them making it is repulsive. Like, you know you're in the vicinity of stinky tofu from, like... Yeah, you can smell it for... 60 feet away. <laughs> or more. It's yeah. it's really strong. Yeah. Um, same thing with, like, durian fruit. Like, you can smell durian fruit, and mm-hmm. it's really pungent and smelly. But we, we tried it, and it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great, but hey... It wasn't great, but now we I know. know what it tastes now like. Now I know. Now so, I know it sucks. Yeah. Or, like... It's kind of like a French cheese. I guess French cheese in the same way. Like, it smells kind of stinky. Gross, but, but it's, it could it's be good. good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just just be open to stuff. Try stuff. Um, if you don't like it, don't eat it. Like, <laughs> But, you know, part of traveling is kind of exposing yourself to new things. And, and you'd be surprised how many delicious dishes that you can try. So... Go grab a bowl of noodles and thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you guys. So um, yeah, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, you can email us at us2wanders at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at us the wanders. And now we have a website, us the wanders. And of course find dot com? Oh yes, dot com. Oh cool. <laughs> so official. Official. It's a real website. We're like a real thing. Yeah, right. I know we're so amateur we're trying we don't know how to speak English but yes always you could find our episodes every Tuesday on iTunes and that's where we'll be guys thanks for listening and for bearing through all our broken English <laughs> we're learning here guys we're immigrants okay bye guys bye it's true that we're immigrants I'm not trying to be like rude and it's yeah, like no. I'm not actually from this country I actually am but okay well bye okay, bye <laughs>